This podcast was recorded live on September 23rd at 10.30 p.m. Things may have changed since the time of this recording. Please enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. I am Samori, your host, and the fellows are here for another episode of SJH Man Cave. We are live on Facebook and looking forward to another fantastic conversation. If you're watching this on Facebook, please make sure you hit that like button and share the discussion. You can also follow us at SJH Podcast Family. If you're watching us on YouTube, remember that you can see this and other videos at SJH Man Cave. Once you're there, please tap the subscribe button and hit the bell to make sure you're alerted when new videos are available. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SJH Man Cave and email us at info at SJHManCave.com. And with all that being said, let's dive right in. And I think there's no question what the first topic of the day is going to be. Brianna Taylor. We waited 191 days. And I know most of us are listening right now. We're not expecting anything to really happen for the sister or any justice to be done. But apparently, I still have room for some Oops. level of surprise. Not only were two officers not charged, but one officer was indicted for wanton endangerment because he shot into walls 10 times, which let's be honest, the concern is that he's a threat to other officers who are with him. They're afraid that he's going to uh, get scared and start popping off and one of the officers might get hit. This has nothing to do with Breonna Taylor. In fact, um, people who have read through the entire indictment say her name and even her initials are not mentioned once. It's like she wasn't there, wasn't shot, wasn't killed. Nothing happened to her. Nothing that needs to be addressed. The uh, One of the officers involved in the shooting, Officer Haddingley and his wife, both wrote absolutely disgusting letters um, to officers in the general public. Officer Haddingling's letter referred to protesters who are out in the streets as thugs and basically claimed that he didn't do anything wrong and that he's being thrown under the bus by political figures. His wife then followed up and said when he referred to thugs, he didn't mean black people or folks of a specific race. He just meant protesters who are being violent and aggressive towards the police. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Of course, people are protesting all across the country um, right now as we speak. And thus far, two officers have been shot in Louisville. There are no uh, details as of yet regarding what prompted the shooting or if it has anything actually to do with the decision that was handed down regarding Breonna Taylor. But I think we can all agree this situation is probably going to get worse before it gets much better. So. Uh, first and foremost, brothers, how does the verdict make you feel, Hudson? Man, I, I gotta say I'm tired. Man, I I woke up this morning in a horrible mood. I mean, I, I was I was mad because you know I knew I knew yesterday that this verdict was coming out today. Even before they decided that they were finally gonna tell us that there will be a verdict today, I knew that it was gonna happen. I mean, they're they're blocking down everything. They're locking down everything downtown in the area, and 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 taking all these precautions. Our city's taking all these precautions. So I knew there was going to be a a verdict. I was about an hour behind on it too because I read one thirty 
So I, w- I was going to get coffee because I thought I was going to have time. You know, I was going to pick up some bell peppers for dinner. Like I was, you know, remember I told y'all last week I was up on dinner. Like I, you know, I was, I was on it. And, and I had to stop short because at around 1230, the verdict came out. I was like, oh, 130 Eastern time. I was like, oh, no, I'm going back to the house. I'm not going to be out here, you know, mm-hmm. with, with whatever, who knows what's going to happen. Right. And, and I, I just, and then even I, I woke up in a bad mood and then I just got even, it just got even worse. And before we go into the, even to the part of the verdict, you know, I'm just envisioning like at the, like tomorrow I'm envisioning seeing all these posts and all, all these talks about, we shouldn't loot, we shouldn't riot. And even these uh, officers that have, been, that have been shot, you know, two officers have been shot at this point already in the midst of these protests. They're gonna talk about how these officers didn't deserve it. And they're gonna talk about how this perpetrator needs to be brought to justice. And, and supposedly they have a suspect now, but they're talking about, <laughs> they're gonna be talking about all these things and not one of them are gonna mention that there, there could have been an end to all of that. You know, they're not going to talk about what put the gun in these rioters, what, what made these rioters and these looters do what they're doing. And no one's going to even discuss that, you know, and it, it pisses me off. It pisses me off. And, I, you know, I don't I'm not going to have the energy tomorrow to do it. So I'm not, you know, I, I guess you can say I'm going to take a day off from from probably from Facebook because I, I can't do it tomorrow. You know, because when I know when I see those posts, I'm, I'm going to go off. I'm going to go off. I, I don't care if you've been a friend for 20 years. I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm going off on you because it, it, something's got to give, you know. And I, I mean, that, that was my feeling. That, this has been my feeling since I woke up this morning. And, and finally, we're at tonight, and I'm just, I'm drained. I'm drained. Jason, what about you? How do you feel about it? Well, sad to say, I mean, I didn't see anything coming from this. I didn't, I, I even before they talked about the announcement or, or the fact that they were going to do, like, the fact that it took them 190 days. I understand what investigations and stuff are all about, but how much are you really investigating in 190 days other than the fact that they, they got this warrant off of bullshit information and old evidence that they had they literally had nothing up to date in order to kick this woman's door down or even justify getting a warrant, let alone a no-knock warrant, which basically gives them the power to just kick in your door. They don't have to announce themselves. They don't have to tell, hey, this is the police outside. We want to talk to They just kick in your door, and it is what it is. So in that type of a situation, and I really, I might even go get into how do you, how do you even have that in your legislation or even have that into like court documents or something that you can request. We want to go and get this person. We don't want to know that we're coming. So we need a no knock warrant. You, you kick in this dude, you kick in these people's door, the new boyfriend who is obviously trying to defend his home and it's just shooting. And then you end up popping a girl and whatnot that's asleep or, you know saying? Trying to figure out what's going on. I don't understand how nobody is held responsible for that at all. I don't understand how you justify saying, 
nobody's responsible for this woman's life being gone at all. It was it was completely justifiable. They did what they had to do, and it just was what it does. And oh, but you shot into the white neighbor's uh, apartment. We go we gonna challenge you on that since the white lady is suing us too. To sit back and just say that somebody's life really wasn't worth being responsible for is upsetting for the simple fact that it could be any of us at this point. It could be anybody, and it won't matter what the situation is. It won't matter because it'll be justifiable. It's it's justifiable to kill black people. Plain and simple. It's just, and and unfortunately, as much arguing and as many things as it is, I feel like it will never change. That there's nothing, there's not enough protests. It's not enough legislation. It's not enough votes. I don't feel like it'll ever change. And at this point, all I can consider or all I feel is that I just need to protect myself and protect my family. I'm not in a situation where I feel like we're in danger, but hell, this girl was sleeping in her house. And they kicking in her door off some nigga that she used to kick it with God knows how long ago, and she's dead. It's, it's, it's crazy to me. I don't, like, I don't... I want to be angry, but it's just like, I feel like I need to just face the reality that mm-hmm. we're expendable, plain and simple. And nobody really gives a good shit. Did you all see what the, what they got the warrant off of? I mean, a lot, a lot of people are asking why were they even there? Did, I mean, did you all see what flimsy excuses that they used to get a warrant? It, it was no assumption that he was living at the house. They knew he, they did not, they knew he was not at the house. They did a raid at another house that they knew he was at at the same time of this. This warrant was for that her vehicle, a vehicle that was registered to her was seen outside of that dude's house. And supposedly they had, and here was the lie. Here was the lie that they got caught up in. Supposedly they were working with the postal service. And, and were tracking the packages that were going to Brianna Taylor's home. In mm-hmm. January, supposedly, he walked out of her home with a package, right? In May, the Postal Service said, no, we were not working with the police department. They said, in fact, that they were working with another agency originally, and they had determined through the other agency, with the other agency, that there were no suspicious packages, that there was no reason to do it. So they took... They took that information probably from that other agency and decided that they were going to try to use it. To, do you know what they, what they, the reason they were at that house? Because they wanted to try to take her and flip her, right? That's what they wanted to do. They basically wanted to come over there. They wanted to scare the shit out of her by busting in there. They thought she was the only one there. And they were going to go in there, scare her, and they were wearing no body cameras. And you know what they wanted to do? That I guarantee really? you, they were going to, they, yes. Nobody cameras. I bet you they were going to find some stuff in her home. Had this went the way they wanted to, they were going to find something. And, and they had the leverage because she's an EMT, because she's trying to be a nurse. And they know any little thing is going gonna, is gonna to just flush her career down the toilet. And, and instead, this happened. All over some false information. Yeah. How are you going to get a warrant over somebody walking out of my home in, in two months earlier? 
So they have no other further surveillance that this guy even brought any more. No, no, that he brought packages out of there on a regular basis. No, one time, two months ago, he walks out of there with a package. This is enough for a warrant. That's all it takes in this country, if you're black, I guess. There's a lot of discussion about it. This whole uh, situation is going to end up causing an end to no-knock warrants because it this problem is now highlighting multiple cases that have happened throughout the country of no-knock warrants. And honestly, if you track it, you can see that the rate at which the police started using more no-knock warrants goes along the same track of when they started getting more military equipment. So essentially, these dudes started getting, you know, their their body armor and all the crazy things that they're able to use. And they started saying, hey, why can't we just kick at people's door and take them? Why do we, you know, why do we have to consider folks' rights and whether or not we're justified in making these arrests? So the basis behind one is basically just to try and catch a motherfucker in the act of some shit. It's not it's not only about catching somebody in the act. It's also about you could say that a particular suspect is extremely dangerous and that if you try to just do the regular knock and announce your police and all that kind of stuff, you'd be putting officers lives in danger. So that's why I use the example of a kingpin, like a kingpin with a rifle in his house. They can make this case that, yo, this dude doesn't want to be taken alive because he, he knows if we put the cuffs on him, he's never seen the light of day again. So if he feels like that situation is coming up, he's going to go down shooting. So it's better if we just kick in the door, rush in and take him down. Um, that, that gives us the best chance of nobody being harmed. If we just knock on the door, he, he's, he's going to run. Or if he feels like he's cornered, he's just, like I said, he's going to go out blazing. But that doesn't, to me, that doesn't really hold a, a lot of substance in reality. How many times do you actually hear of somebody going down blazing with the police? How many times do you actually hear of a police officer being shot or murdered, period? Every time a police officer gets shot, it's huge news. Mm. We have just not reached the point in a country where a cop getting shot is something we all shrug at and see as a day-to-day thing. So this, this whole you know move to say, well, we need to do more to ensure that these folks don't go ballistic on police officers I don't think it really holds water, especially when you're looking at how it's applied. It's not being applied to these really dangerous kingpins or these guys who are ready to go out shooting. It's being applied to a bunch of black folks who they might be doing petty uh, crimes, but they ain't finna just be busting against the police and throwing shots at them. That ain't been happening at all. So it's hard. It's hard to justify this. Uh, But I do feel like we should know because there are a lot of negative uh, horrifying, really sad aspects of this case. But the one positive that I do want to take away from it is we have been waiting for this verdict for 191 days, right? The reason we've had to wait so long is because they were hoping that the pressure would die down by now. They were hoping people would forget about Breonna Taylor. They were hoping that, you know, folks, that this case would basically fall out of focus and that by the time they actually release the news, yeah, there'd be a few people who were upset, but by and large, most folks would forget about it and just move on with their days. But the fact of the matter is that it hasn't. The fact of the matter is Breonna Taylor's name has been on the lips of millions of people throughout the country demanding justice for her and demanding that the police officers involved in the murder be held accountable. And I, I, I'm so proud to see that. 
I feel like it's a real testament to there's a whole lot of people in this country, black and white, who have decided enough is enough. And we really need to figure out the steps that can be taken to hold these kind of people accountable. And I appreciate seeing, you know, that kind of change in our country. So in that same vein, this, I I know you disagree, Jason, we're about to get to you next. So Mm -hmm. in that same vein, we are already seeing protests happening right now um, in response to this announcement. And my next question is kind of, where do we go here? Do we feel like these, uh, these protests and what's happening out on the street is going to do anything to make the situation better. Basically, is it the right move or do we need to shift away from the protests and something else needs to be done to start fighting against police brutality? Jason, what are your thoughts? I tell you what, uh, I know we've had the discussion plenty of times and I know I said I was, you know, on the cusp of changing my mind about things, but somebody else tell me to vote again and shit, I'm going to shoot them. Uh, and I love you to death some more because I know you're going to be the first mm-hmm. one to tell me go vote. I'll, and uh-huh. I'm not going to shoot you. I'll, I'll shoot the next one. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I'm tired of seeing the, pro- you know what? I'm just tired. Like, I don't, I don't, what, what kind of move do you make in a country, in a system that was basically created based based on keeping us where we are right now. I mean, I, I know never in their minds that they think we were going to be free unless it was just part of the grand scheme of it all. But at this point, I just, how do you, how do you change something? I don't think it's enough votes. I don't think it's enough people. I don't think it's enough ideas that you can get into an office where you're actually going to make a change. I don't think there's enough pressure or anything else that you could put on politicians right now that will make any kind of a significant change other than the, the band-aids that they like to put on shit. Like this, like this settlement and whatnot that they made with the family and Brianna then, and these, these 10 changes they plan on making to their, to their, to their process or procedure or whatever. Is, is it really going to be into what they're not going, they going to, they're not going to give out parking tickets or something. It's going to be something fucking, it ain't got nothing to do with shit. It really ain't because ain't nothing gonna stop these niggas. Ain't, ain't nothing gonna stop these motherfuckers from putting the fucking snuffing somebody out, man. This, this shit ain't cool. It really ain't. And quite honestly, at this point, I know I've asked the question on many different occasions, and I'm kind of at the point where I think the only answer is this: Are these protests? Is the things that we're doing is in regards to either taking revenge for what's happening to us? Or are we trying to, you know, say make take this movement and do something? At this point, I think revenge might just have to be the answer. And unfortunately, me saying that 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 means more violence. And quite honestly, I don't see that working out either. And I don't see. I don't. I don't. This shit is this so, shit is frustrating, dude. This shit is sad. It doesn't make any fucking sense, man. Why? Why do we have to die? Because other fucking people just don't want to believe we human beings. You know what I'm saying? Like we because because motherfuckers live a certain way, because everybody, everybody that came from everything, everybody has had their lives. Everybody do does things the way they do things. But I don't believe anybody deserves to die because of that. And that shit's not right. I, I find it shitty that there are people on one side of an aisle saying that. 
you know, motherfuckers bring shit up on themselves, or if they if they did things differently, or if they did things the way they do shit, then they wouldn't be in situations. I'm sorry. This fucking country put us in these goddamn situations. This country fucked around and created the situation. So I, how do you change the fucking country that ain't fucking worth fucking changing? It's not. It's it's this place is fucked up. It really is. It's it's just fucked up at the end of the day. And we're and we're here. And we don't want to go. We can't go nowhere else because there's no fucking place else for us to go. Mm-hmm. And so in the process of it, we're trying to, we're steady trying to convince these same fucking people who made this process, who made this fucking shit, we're trying to convince them, hey, we people too. We human beings. I'm tired of fucking trying to convince people of shit. I really am. I work my ass off. I work fucking, I work six days a week. And you telling me I'm driving home. You know, I think about that shit every time I come home at night because I work from three to 11 o'clock at night. And I drive home out in these suburbs and I think, what if one of these motherfuckers fucked around, pulled me over, decided to have a fucking attitude, and I don't get home to my wife and fucking kids? Mm-hmm. That's all I ever think about when I leave my home. I want to get back here. I need to be here for them. And there's the possibility that some motherfucker in a goddamn cop car, some asshole with a gun on his hip might fuck around and take the opportunity to say, you know what? Let's get rid of another one. And it's going to be me? And then I got to worry about fucking everybody's opinion or everybody fucking around and going to protest because Jason needs his fucking just. I, I don't want to be that guy. I really don't. And I'm sorry. I know I got off the subject. And I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> that, that shit just came out. It was in me. I, I didn't realize it was. I really didn't. I'm sorry. I, I don't have an answer. Because <laughs> this, be this, this is bullshit, man. It's bullshit. We fucking human beings. And nobody's being treated that fucking way. And that shit ain't right. We got to fuck around and convince these motherfuckers that we human beings. That's what we got to do in order to make change. I ain't with that. You know, I, uh, I was actually, um, in a, in a chat with some, with some conservatives uh, a couple weeks ago. And and it's funny, Jason, how you talk about that. They were talking about how privileged that we were supposed to be and how we get so much stuff because we're black. And, you know, and I was asking him, like, what, what stuff are you speaking of, please? I'm obviously not taking advantage of it. So please tell me what it is so I can, so I can get in on that. Well, um, of, <laughs> course, of course, they didn't, of course, they didn't come up with any specific things, right? So, but, but here's one thing they did say. They said, you know, that they were privileged enough, basically, that we fought a war so that we could be free. Because we were, and, and this is in their words, we were too pussy to do it. I said, oh, so you're saying to me that we need to go ahead and take up arms and take what we want. This is what you're telling me? Heard nothing else from them. And we have been conversating back and forth for a good, like, like bunch of posts. But after that, he said nothing. He had nothing to say beyond that. But that's what it is. That's what they respect. This is what this country is founded on, violence. When they didn't like something, when they didn't like getting taxed, it was violence. When, when, they, want, when they wanted free labor, they got it through violence. Every, everything was violence. When they wanted more land, it was violence. That is what they respond to. That's all they know. That's all they know. And I hate to sound like I'm just classifying people, but um, it, it is what it is. It's the only way they seem to know how to deal with things. 
Look at what they're doing to to people trying to come into this country. Look what they do to refugees. Look at what they're doing. They're, they basically got internment camps set up in this country for for people. And it's it's crazy. It's all they do is violence. So, uh, Jason, I feel you, man. I feel you. Like I said in the beginning, I'm tired. And I, I see you are too. Samori, you tired too? <laughs> I'm tired, but I'm still hopeful, brother. I'm tired, but I'm still hopeful. Uh, I'm tired of at fucking the, hope. I'm tired of that shit. At the, <laughs> at the end of the day, let me respond to a couple of things. I'm sorry, so, go ahead. No problem. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> First and foremost, uh, I, I think part of my perspective is, you know, I'm just as infuriated about what's going on and it saddens me just as much. But I'm focused on, I don't want things to be like this when my kids grow up. When my kids are my age, I'm sure racism will still exist. I'm sure there will still be issues. But my hope is that we're significantly beyond the point that we are right now. And the only way that's going to happen is if people are willing to work. It's not going to happen if people just wallow in their frustration and sadness and feeling like, well, it's never going to end. So why bother to do anything anyway? That is just clearly not going to help fix the problem. So the only way that we can try to create a country, unless you plan to leave the country, unless you're going to go to Africa, go to go to Mexico or Canada, you know, hey, that's a solution. But if you plan to stay here and you're concerned about the type of country your kids are going to live in 20, 30 years from now, you better get to work. And so that's what I'm focused on. And that's what I'm trying to do. Voting is unquestionably a part of that. The attorney general who stood out there today and essentially said that none of these officers should be held accountable for Breonna Taylor's murder. He was elected to that position. The mayor didn't choose him. The governor didn't choose him. He was elected by the people to stand at that podium and say that. The mayor, who is in complete cohesion with this dude and was all about, hey, the, the police need to be protected. Nothing should happen to him. Again, she was elected. They didn't get there by magic. You can't just ignore these, these systems. And, and I've said it before. We've already seen what happens when Black people try to ignore politics ignore everything else around them and just focus on your own personal economic development and building up our own communities. That was Black Wall Street. They dropped a bomb on us and none of those people were held accountable. They took all of our stuff after they finished dropping that bomb too. So you can't just, you can't just ignore it and say, I'm just going to go to work and focus on my family and ignore everything else happening outside of these communities and just focus on myself. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Sooner or later, those walls come to your door. So we have to be willing to be a part of the process. We have to be willing to say, we're going to stand up for our communities and try to take some level of control over the people who are representing our communities. And I'm not saying that can change necessarily change what's happening in Kentucky. We only represent 8% of the population in Kentucky. It's a red state. So the vast majority of people in that state might be perfectly fine with the candidates that are in there, might be perfectly fine with this whole situation. But as a whole, 
if we're talking about improving our communities, taking control of them, standing up for them, and having some real power over what happens to people in our communities, having some level of responsibility and ownership towards the people representing you is required. If you just focus on your own economic development, you put yourself in a position to be victimized. And that that that's really it. There's no there's no other way about it. Either we're working towards trying to make these situations stop happening or we're not. If you are, you got to vote. You got to vote because otherwise you're you're going to be victimized by these people who get into office and who do not see you as someone who's necessary to appease for them to be into power. This is happening to Breonna Taylor because the mayor and the attorney general feels relatively sure that they cannot punish these cops and still get into office during the next election. If they thought making this decision would cost them their jobs, they wouldn't do it. That's just that's just how politicians roll. They want to maintain power. So we have to be we have to stand up and make it clear when you do things like this, you will lose power. But but what you what but what you just said, how? How does that attorney general and how does that mayor not get reelected next year when they're appeasing their audience right now? It's just like you said, unless I just make sure you don't get shot in the red state. No. Because so, the motherfuckers, they will be attorney general next year. I guarantee you that just based off of this decision. It ain't enough I motherfuckers that's sure. going to go out there and make that vote that's going to get their asses out. I guarantee that. I wouldn't be so sure about that. I, I have to, to be. be. I have to be because this is the way it's been. This way, this way, it's been for the longest time. Yeah, but for the but a lot of things take a long time to change. Like oh, they what? they seem they seem to be actively murdering us at this point. So it ain't yeah. never gonna change if we all dead. So what are you advocating for? What's your position? Because what I see a lot of is the people who don't want to vote. They don't have any other answers either. But they just want to say, well, don't vote. Voting won't help. Like to me, it's it's readily apparent that voting is necessary to take control of your community. But people don't want to have to, they don't want to have to pay attention to politics. They don't want to have to bother to get up to vote. So they'd rather sit up and say, well, hey, why should I bother to vote? Vote's not going to change anything. Things will always be the same. If things will, if you feel, if you truly, truly believe that nothing is ever going to change and that things are always going to be like that, and you care about your family, you should leave the country. <laughs> I'm like, trying to think, but, but the way the, the argument that you're giving me is when basically I need to move somewhere where everybody's like minded like me. No, because I can't. Move, I can't go to Kentucky and think I'm going to make a difference because it's more them than it is us. But that's <laughs> but, but but the problem with that thinking is that in all states there's more of them, meaning white people, than us. In California, in all these liberal blue states that voted for Obama. And have been standing up, punishing, uh, punishing police officers. What's been happening to us? Those states are blue too. There's more white people in, in there too. We have we have way more allies now than we have ever had, bro. That's what, just the fact what that police matters. officers been punished? Which ones? I ain't the seen one, who, one yet. The one who murdered Laquan McDonald is in jail right now, brother. The the, the one died. guy that killed the guy here. Yeah, okay, but he only in there for, what, 10 years? The police officers who murdered George Floyd have been arrested. Hopefully, arrested. They, hopefully they will be sentenced and put in jail. People always forget the progress, and they want to hold on to things will never change. But when people hold on, when folks are holding on to things will never change, it makes it easy to say, well, I shouldn't bother to do anything. 
I shouldn't vote. I shouldn't organize. I shouldn't get involved because things will never change anyway. So why should I bother do anything about what's going on in my, our community? Like, and, and so that's why I feel like you have to, we have to fight against that perspective. How do things get better if people don't fight for change? They don't. They don't. That's just a straight up fact. These things are not going to get better on their own, Jason. Besides the vote, I mean, we, we have to be active. We got to get our communities back in order. I mean, we got a lot of things we got to do in order to make this right, but it's like they just don't see us as a part of a, of a society. You know, I, I keep hearing this, this, if you don't like it here, go back where you came from. And, and that's, that's what gets me right there is, is, do you know where I was born? Because I, I was born right here. I, I, don't, I don't understand what you mean by where I came from. You know, when you say that, you're obviously saying that you don't see me as a true citizen of this country. You don't see me as a real person here, that, that I shouldn't have the rights that, these, that this Constitution affords me. There is a very, very warped perspective as to who supposedly belongs in this country and who doesn't. Because right now, there's just a whole lot of people who, who feel like, yeah, just go back where you came from. Just like Jason is saying right now, they just don't, it's hard to reason with people who don't see you as a, as a full citizen, as a full person of, of this country. And, it, and it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know, I mean, I agree with you some more. We got to vote. We got to vote. I do agree with that. You know, but it's, it's stuff beyond voting that I think we also got to get into. I'm with you, Samori. We got to vote. I'm with you too, Jason. I got an idea. Mm-hmm. I got an idea. Just came up with something. Let me throw it at y'all see how you feel about it, right? Here we go. So, we you, you brought up Black Wall Street, right? We, we Black people, at one point in time, they were successful. They were self-sufficient. They were building their own. And they bombed us because of it, right? You know what Black Wall Street didn't have? A standing militia. You know, we have a couple of those now. Why can't we just all just scroll back and let's focus on each other? Let's build another Black Wall Street. And you know what we do? All these little thugs and gangsters that they seem to hate so much. Let's employ them. Let's pay them to protect it. They got the guns and shit already. You bring in a couple of these motherfuckers from the militias and actually train them. Protect the shit. We got it. They've given us enough and whatnot, thanks to the Second Amendment and all this other stuff. Because I will have my 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 my, uh, my concealed carry when I hopefully come next weekend. Uh, I don't understand. Like, I, I I I hear that conversation, and I hear that you. I've heard you bring it up a few times in regards to Black Wall Street and how it was bombed. We're in a different situation now. If we if we scroll back, if we concentrated on each other. If we focused on us, they, we, we'll pay the taxes. We do what we got to do because we live in this country, just like they did at Black Wall Street. I bet you they was paying their taxes, and they was just fine. But them niggas was down there doing it, so they decided to bomb their asses with their propeller planes and all the other bullshit. Now, the only way they could do that shit now is they decided to send them F2, F-22s and shit to fuck us up. Mm-hmm. Now, now, if the country can justify coming in and bombing us now, Hey, at least we got some fight back. I tell you that damn much. Let's fuck around and try the Black Wall Street thing again. Let's all come to fucking together. Let's just wall off a little section of some part of the fucking country where it's a blue state 
make sure we pay all our fucking taxes, make sure we following the rules and we doing what the law tell us to do and we build our own shit just like they did. And then we protect it. So How about that? Things. How about that solution? I heard there's some people out there fucking around buying acres of land just to bring black folks and whatever so they can be safe. Let's build some shit then. Let's all get together. Fuck, fuck living in these old bullshit states. All the rest of you black folks that's out there protesting, leading white people out there to do that shit and let them argue over that Antifa bullshit that they seem to like going back and forth about. Let's all go down to wherever the hell these acres are and let's build some shit. We got a couple construction people. We got we got we got a little bit of everything in there. It's only so many. Samori, you IT guy, you you head up the IT part of it. Make sure our infrastructure is tight. You know, let, let, let's just let's just pull back. Let's let's lead these motherfuckers to their shit. Let's fix our shit. Let's work on us. How about that? Two things. Uh, one, I'm 100% down for that. I'm always down for black uh, brothers and sisters coming together and trying to build systems and infrastructure that is going to support other black people and allow more black people to thrive. Only. So I'm 100%. But, <laughs> only. <laughs> you're That's saying, what I'm talking about. Only black people. You know, regardless of that, regardless of that, what you're talking about could not be accomplished without political representation. Did they all. have it then? Uh, it, huh? Did they have it then? No, that's why they got bombed. You're talking about creating militias. You're talking about having armed black men and women who we got them. To... We already <laughs> got them. <laughs> yeah, but, but the problem but there's the a problem brother is... walking around with two, three hundred of these people going to every one of these stupid protests. Yeah, we got that's them because that's because white people feel relatively sure that he's not going to be able to actually change anything. If Good. we were able. If we were able to take over large acres of land in the country and have a whole bunch of black people, armed black people, guarding it, the only thing that would could prevent that black militia from being labeled at the government level as a terrorist organization and being shut down by the FBI is political representation. Your okay. idea, Great. your idea does not stop you from having to vote. You're still going to have to vote is what I'm getting down to. Okay, but if we do that, though, if I guarantee you this, if we all move all these fucking people, if we moving all these black people and these militias, I bet you our vote will fucking count. I bet you we'll have the people in the office that we want representing us the way we want to be represented. I guarantee you that. Okay. So if, if we got, hey, if if I'm moving to the town with all the black people and they, do, and, and they electing the dude who's going to make sure we safe, you got my vote every time. Here's where the problem is, though. You 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 talking about how big is it? Is it a town? Because if it's a town, so that means you 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 well well. Here's what that means. You got a black mayor, but you still might have a conservative governor. You still might have a uh, conservative townships all around you, which means there's still a lot you won't be able to get done. But let's say even all that, look, we're not going to, the reason it's not going to happen and the reason that it can't survive is because we're going to be the next caravan. They're not going to think that we're just going to stop there at that one town or that one city. They're going to think that we're going to spread out and we're going to spread our socialist propaganda because we'll automatically be socialists. We're going to be automatically labeled socialists and and they got to stop this socialist movement from getting through to the rest of the state, then through the rest of the country. We're going we're to always be that threat. One way or another, they will destroy that town, right? 
this only moves forward together. That's why I always talk about education. That's why I always talk about being willing to have these conversations. And it, 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 we're not going to do it by ourselves. We live in this world with other people. I mean, that's just plain and simple. They live in this world with us. We live in this world with them. So what they don't get is that while we're here, we might as well be nice to each other. We might as well respect each other. That's the part that people aren't getting. We might have a, a, a town here and there that's mostly black. But what you're talking about is never going to happen. It just can't. Not for us to move forward as a nation. I mean, that's just my opinion. It, it can't happen in the specific way that you described it, but there is nothing stopping. Like you said, you've already seen stories of black people coming together, buying up land with the express purpose of allowing it to be used to uplift black people. There's no reason that even the three people right here can't reach out to other black people in Illinois and try to pull together and create something, something more for brothers and sisters in Chicago to help support them. So if you feel passionate about it, if that's something you want to do, then let's do it. I'm 100% down for it. The uh, second thing that I didn't get a chance to mention, we keep talking about red state, blue states, and conservatives, things of that nature. And that's all cool. I understand that there is on some level a divide. And a lot of times it becomes a racial divide. But I just want to make it clear on the show. Just because you're a conservative doesn't mean you're okay with a woman being murdered and asleep in her home. There are a whole lot of conservatives, even some Donald Trump supporters, to be frank, who have seen what's happened to Breonna Taylor and are like, this isn't, right. this isn't right. And somebody should be held accountable for this. They may not want to see police officers put in jail. They may not want to see police officers arrested. But there's a whole lot of red state, red blood conservatives who are looking at this situation and looked at George Floyd and looked at Ahmaud Aubrey and was like, that's not right. And something needs to be done to change this. If it was all just liberals and all just a uh, uh, bunch of black folks, bunch of poor black folks, we wouldn't be getting the kind of traction on defund the police that we've been getting. The fact of the matter is we pulled in a lot of center people and frankly, a lot of center right people who have decided, you know what? I may not totally like this. Usually I'm on the side with the cops, but it's become readily apparent that something has to change. So I think we should be careful about trying to say that just because someone is conservative or just because someone lives in a red state, that must automatically mean that they're against things, ha positive things happening for black people. That's not really true. Once I'm talking about know who they are. <laughs> I, I don't ever say nothing straight across the board. Because you know, I, I, I don't like to be typecast like that neither. I get it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I, I, I have not seen it from that side. I really haven't. It's always, uh, the ones I've seen, it's always to a point. It's always that, that step that they're not willing to take. If, if, it's a, if, it's, if they would have to vote for a liberal, they'll continue to use the excuse that the liberals are not in fact for you and equality. They don't actually want you to be free. There's always that point where we don't agree because, because it, it gets to a point, yeah, it's a shame. He shouldn't have died. He shouldn't have did that. He shouldn't have did that. But then boom. There you go. It's like, oh, so are you gonna are you gonna vote for so and so? No, nah, I'm still gonna vote for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like, wait a minute, all that stuff nah, you I can't just do that. said, <laughs> all that stuff you just said. No, nah, I still need my taxes. Wait, hold on, hold on, player. Wait, so so your taxes is more important than my equality. 
because you just <laughs> you just mm -hmm. mentioned, you know. So uh, you know, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, Samori, and it, it don't. But but we haven't gotten to a point in this country where we're beyond our self-interest. We don't see other people's interests as our own self-interest. Again, we haven't gotten to the point where we realize we all got to move forward together or it ain't happening. We got to have the allies. And, we, and for us to do it, we got to continue talking to people and letting them know how we feel when this stuff comes up. Now, I know it's tough. I know a lot of people are tired, but I, I think that's the only way through this. So I have one other question about the case, actually. Yeah. Um, I've seen multiple people posting online that when the family settled and basically took the money from the city, that they were basically giving the okay for the city not to prosecute those officers. And that the, the family really wanted to see justice done, that they should have, I don't know, refused the money or, or uh, you know, uh, spit it to the camera and said, how dare they offer us millions over this? We want to see those officers jailed. I'm not sure what was supposed to be the alternative, but there, I've seen multiple people on Facebook and on Twitter basically saying that when the family took this money, this, this happening was basically preordained. And I want to know, how do you guys feel? Do you feel like the family... Um, shouldn't have taken the money or that taking the money affected the decision that was made in any sort of way? Hudson, it appears you have thoughts. What hmm. kind of shit is that? What? What? No. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a different set of rules in a civil case versus a, versus a criminal case. You don't have the same, you know, you don't have the same, um, what, what do you call it, guidelines for, for guilt and Precedent. innocence. Precedent. You, uh, yeah, so... You you telling them now they now uh, now they supposed to they supposed to watch the killers get off and they they supposed to turn down the money too. Come on now, yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, man. Defunding defunding the schools has been a horrible decision these past <laughs> few decades, and boy, we just we just continue on that path. No, they should not have given up the money. They should have, and it had no bearing. The decision was already made. By that point, I can guarantee you that. So, so no, the money, the, the money is the money, right? Separate that. Stop, stop concentrating on that for those who are concentrating on that. It, it did not, it did not give a license. If anything, that may have fueled them to go, hey, you're admitting some wrongdoing. So let's get some justice now. I, I was just about to say that, like, like in that, like, which, which is, which is weird on how like two are different from one another, like. Once you settle with a family over some wrongdoing, like inherently you're basically admitting fault at that point. But in a criminal case and whatnot, it breaks down to a whole other set of laws, which has mm -hmm. always been very interesting to me. And the fact that, first of all, the movement don't pay for funerals. Okay? They just don't. <laughs> they, they do that GoFundMe shit and whatnot, but I'm pretty sure ain't... I ain't seen no GoFundMe's for Brianna, but it's, it's not to say that they they weren't there. But hey, families got to do what they got to do. That shit, that, that, that shit, the family ain't got nothing to do with the movement. They they didn't, they weren't part of the movement. They lost their child. Plain fucking simple. And whatever restitution and whatnot that that they felt was necessary for them is what was necessary for them, and it's nobody's fucking business. 
why don't you fuck around and work on getting the legislation together and shit so you ain't got to worry about these people having to take the or having to have that choice or having to make that fucking choice. Let's get rid of some of these no knock fucking no warrants and maybe motherfuckers will stop dying. Or maybe we get some of these asshole cops and shit that just like to kill niggas and shit off the fucking force. Maybe we ain't got to worry about that shit at that point. I don't know. I don't think my biggest deal at this point of the feeling like it's been a backstep and shit is because this family did what they had to do for them. So you kiss my ass. If anybody questioning the family on that shit, you kiss my ass, quite honestly. You go fuck yourself. Don't worry about what the decision the family made. They did what they had to do for them and they child. You go kill yourself. Go work on some shit. <laughs> shit. I think got a lot of motherfucking nerve asking the question. That's a, I think the family set the whole thing. Man, I wish I was around somebody said that shit to me. I'd slap fire for their ass. <laughs> How fucking dare you? How dare you? Really? Like my the family's supposed to put their shit to the side and, and we they supposed to be about the cause now. They wasn't about the cause until they fucking kid was murdered. Shit. And they still ain't part of the cause that they don't really want to be. They grieving right now. They lost their daughter. Go fuck yourself. Don't worry about the decisions the family make. Leave them the fuck alone. That it's crazy because immediately after they got the money, they came out publicly and said, hey, this has nothing to do with the criminal trial. We want those officers arrested. We want justice for our daughter. You know, it's not like they came out and was like, yo, y'all, all right, we got some money. So y'all can stop mentioning our daughter. And, you know, don't worry about what happens to the cops. We good now. <laughs> so <laughs> everything's okay. And, you know, it to me, it's just sad to see. I feel like so many times we could be our own worst enemies, especially when we see black people who, you know, we feel like have are doing well or have gotten something like you. This situation happens today. Their daughter it does not get the justice that she deserves. And there are so many elements in Kentucky that are involved. The attorney general, the mayor, the police department, the Republican Party overall. So many different elements involved in Breonna Taylor not getting justice. To see so many Black folks who say, well, the real problem is her family, and they got millions. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? The self-hatred self is on display. It is on display for the world to see. You are throwing her family under the bus. I don't give a fuck how you feel. You are throwing her family under the bus for no reason. The that, that decision, them taking that money had nothing, nothing to do with them letting those cops off. They did not want to prosecute those cops. They did not want to arrest those cops, which is why it has taken 191 days for us to get to this moment. If they wanted to do it, they could have done this several months ago. What really kills me about that shit is, is I, I love how we claim everything. Like, like, like it's people crying for Brianna and all the other stuff and everybody angry and shit. Can you imagine how angry their family is at the end of the day? Could you, could you imagine that, that girl's father and how he feels? Do you really, as angry as I've been since we started recording, do you think anything I've done or said matches anything that he feels at all? I think motherfuckers got a lot of goddamn nerve and shit. Like, are you serious? You 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 really pretending to that that this is the, the the big justice fight, but it's a man sitting in his house who doesn't get to see his daughter again. 
I could I couldn't even ima- I couldn't fathom that. I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't imagine the anger in that man's heart. And then you sit up and ask a question. It's it's yeah. boy. He lucky he better than me because just like you were saying, the family came on to talk about you know what they wanted to see happen. I wouldn't have said shit. You need to kiss my <laughs> ass. I'm doing what I'm doing. <laughs> Don't worry about how why I did what I did or what I feel. <laughs> Shit, you go out there and do what the fuck you got to do. I got to deal with what I got to deal with. Plain or something. Here's, what, here's my burning question, right? When are the cops going to step up, right? There's two cops so far shot behind this mess, right? Two cops over there in Louisville shot behind this mess right now. At, at what point are they going to say, hey, this whole thing kicked off because they decided to fire some random shots into somebody's house for no reason? When, when is that going to, when, when are they going to step up and say, we need to stop these bad apples in here? When are they going to stand by each other? You know, right. When are they going to stand by each other? The ones who blow the whistle, right? When are they going to stand by them and say, hey, he was in, he should have blow the whistle and, and he shouldn't get fired because they, you know, they like to get rid of the, Get rid of ones who do blow the whistle, which is proof that they they don't want good apples, right? When are the cops gonna stand up and say, "Hey, folk like you are making it harder for me to do my job," right? Where are they gonna stop with the with the whole blame game of of of, of everyone else? And it's something that that the general public needs to do. Uh, you know, it's it's what you need to do at a traffic stop. It's never anything they need to do. So. I got a I got an answer for it, and I know Jason is gonna hate to hear this, oh, but the fact of the matter is, it, nothing is going to change until we start voting in people that are willing to stand against the police. Because the fact of the matter is, these situations keep happening, and these officers feel comfortable doing this because they know they have a police union that will ensure that not only do they keep their badge. But even if for whatever reason in those rare situations they lose their badge, they will absolutely keep their pension. As long as these police officers can be relatively sure that even after murdering a black person in cold blood, they'll be able to keep their pension, these things won't stop. And the fact of the matter is the police union doesn't have power on its own. It negotiates a contract with the city. And oftentimes you have mayors of these cities who either love and support everything the police do so they just sign off on whatever the police union wants or they want to take a stab but they can't deal with the pressure of having you know the entire fraternal order of the police saying that you should vote against such and such a candidate so they buckle the pressure and give the police union things that they want for example here in chicago the mayor can only ask to have a police officer fired once the mayor asks for a police officer to fire, then it goes to the uh, police union where the union can make a decision about whether or not it should happen and they can appeal and ensure that this officer is allowed to keep their badge. Even if when the person has done something absolutely egregious, the mayor, even if politically they understand it's horrible for me for this person to be on the force, they can't say this person needs to be fired. He's got to go. And that's because of the power the Chicago Police Union has in this in this state. And they're allowed to keep that power because the majority of people in Chicago who vote side with the police. It won't change until more people that are willing to stand against the police bother to vote 
for the candidates willing to make that stance so that we can change the contracts and the laws that the police unions are forced to operate under. Here, here's my thing. Here's what I'm going to tell them right now. And this is a message to the Chicago cops and, Andy, and New York cops and all these other cops who are dealing with protests currently as we speak. I want you all to know that the people who are at the center of this whole controversy is at home, in their homes, comfortably in bed, sleeping good, probably had steaks for dinner while you are out there dealing with all this right now. You are out there dealing with this aftermath. You know somebody on the force who is, who is, who is capable of putting you in that bad position right now. To, to go and report them. Stop waiting. Stop saying this is not going to happen. Stop saying that, that it doesn't concern me. I think, Jason, it was you or, or some more you asked the question, are these protests effective in any way? I, I think we, you know, we got to keep this pressure on because these states of emergencies mean they don't get to go home. That's what this means, right? They, they Forget yeah. vacation. Forget time off. You don't get it because you need to be on alert. So at what point they got to stand up? It's never going to happen until the officers feel reasonably assured that they can keep their jobs and do that. And that's not going to happen until the unions change. As long as those bad apples can feel like they can do whatever they want, they'll put pressure within the organization for everybody to accept them doing whatever they want. So there has to be a system in place that allows us to get to actually punish those people and get rid of them. Police officers are not going to start turning in other police officers until that happens. Because right now, like you already said, when they do that, they lose their career. That's basically the trade-off that's happening. If you turn in even one officer, one officer, you shared that. I think it was you who shared that story in the SJH podcast family group about that officer who found out there was basically a gang being formed within the police department and reported it. And then he's basically been ostracized and fears for his life because whoever he the leader he reported it to then ratted him out to that to that group within the police. That, that's the way it goes out. They're controlling everything. They're controlling everything because they know there's no real way for anybody to get them off the force. These contracts have to be changed. The union has to lose power. And then some of these people got to be kicked off the force. They got to go. And until that starts happening, nobody's going to be ratted. Nobody. They're not, the police is the police are not going to autocorrect. They're not because you don't pass that test, do all that work to become a police officer, serve on the force for, you know, six, seven, up teen years to then all of a sudden basically throw flush that all down the drain to report one person when you can't even reasonably be sure that this report is going to get this person off the force. Like, you know, who, who's it going to be worth it for? We see time after time after time again where they report and it does nothing, but you lose your career. I say what we probably need to do is start doing GoFundMe's for officers who do that, you know, because they, they'll, they'll, they'll do it for, they'll do it, uh, unions will do it for the officers who are in trouble, right? So maybe we need to start GoFundMe's for these officers who, who decide to do the right thing. I absolutely agree because I also feel like a lot of the officers who do that, their names and the situations are always swept under the rug. You don't hear about those stories. You know, those people just quietly lose their careers or they're quietly assigned desk duty. The thing about that though is, is not only are they losing their careers though, but they may, they, they actively 
try to discredit those officers at the same time. Absolutely. They delve back into their past and everything else. They 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 tell them they were the issue and all that other stuff. So not only are they losing their careers and shit, they fuck around to go after their character. Bad they man. they try to destroy these guys. Like seriously. That's why that boy ended up murdering all the people over there in the West Coast. Mm-hmm. He, he came out the military trying to be the cop. He he wasn't feeling that shit. Like, not only did they no. take my career from me, they tried to destroy my character. Mm-hmm. He was the total opposite of everything they said that he was. They said he was the problem. They're like, no, nah, right. dog. He wasn't going. Yeah. It's sad, man. And unfortunately, I feel like this situation is probably going to get worse before it gets better. Um, moving on to the next topic. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away at 87 on September 19th. Uh, She was considered both a feminist and a liberal icon, and just in general seemed to be a judge that was well-regarded on both sides of the aisle. And it leaves a Supreme Court vacancy that, of course, Trump is anxious to fill. Uh, Trump said, I believe today, that he believes the election, no matter which way it's decided, is going to go to the Supreme Court and that the Supreme Court is going to decide who will be the next president and that, therefore, it's imperative for there to be the full nine judges on the court. And therefore, he should be allowed to uh, pick his uh, pick the judge. Obviously, Democrats want to stop him from doing this. My first question, fellas, can Democrats stop Trump from filling the seat? And Hudson, I'll start with you. I don't know. It, it seemed like when it comes to Democrat, there's some type of, of uh, what do you call it, um, uh, morals <laughs> or some of those pesky morals that, that they, that they uh, just seem to, they don't seem to want to stoop to any levels, right? <laughs> and, um, and, and then we, we end what up. What level should they be stupid uh, to, Hudson? <laughs> I, I, you know, it, I mean, it's hard to say, man. I mean, <laughs> I, on one hand, you don't want to create, you know, uh, uh, the total opposite. Uh, you don't want to create a Trump on the other side. But Trump is obviously, he doesn't care about doing anything by any book or any, or any or, or following any traditions or morals or anything like that. You know, that, that seat, that seat was, was not even cold yet when he was, you know, <laughs> when he was pushing for we got to, I mean, ain't nobody's up here even taking some time to even remember this woman. And and they are trying so hard to push. And it gives new meaning to the term of, you know, if you uh if you die tomorrow, your job will replace you, you know, within a couple hours. I mean, they, they already got the, the replacements lined up and, and we already lost a, a key person. This is how screwed up our country is right now, right? Is mm-hmm. that Mitt Romney is 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 like the the moderate in this situation. This this is how crazy our country has gotten. Is that Mitt Romney is more to the center of the aisle than a lot, than a lot of these other folk. I I I, I never would have saw that coming. I mean, even he's not center though. He's already said that he's going to vote for it, right? But he was the chance. Like he, he was similar <laughs> enough where we actually thought we had the chance, right? I, hey. I mean, and that's mm-hmm. true because he was one of the few that's that said anything against Trump, you know, over the course. And and you know, he's he's got his strong like like um 
uh, what you call base that he's not really worried about, I don't think, really getting voted out. So he's now got such the, a strong base that he could do it. That's why the choice is so spineless. This dude is a millionaire and he's in Utah. He's There's no way Trump could replace him. Like all these other senators, they could possibly be replaced. Trump has no mechanism to replace Mitt Romney and Romney still won't stand up to him. That is straight up cowardice, bro. Straight up cowardice. It's because Romney wants to, at the end of the day, it's what I was talking about where they agree to a point. But at the end of the day, Romney still wants that seat. He still wants <laughs> he, he still wants one of those people in the seat. So even though he might feel it's immoral, he's willing to set that aside and say, hey, if it's a if it's a qualified candidate, I'm still gonna put my vote out there for it, right? So right. so that's what I mean by to a point. So it, it's not that he's spineless. He just, he wants that person in there. It helps his cause. So Democrats just aren't willing to go out there and, and fill a bus for the next like hundred days and, and see how this election turns out. They're not willing to play those dirty games and those dirty politics in order to do that. So so it, it's like, what do you do? I, I think they, I'm sure there's a way that they can stop it, but they won't. I, I don't think they'll put up enough of a, of a fight to do it. And that's the real disappointing part is I only think they're going to try. If there's any result from that that Russia speculation and and all the other stuff that they tried to go after Trump with, I, I don't know why you would think they would. Or even if they did try to mount something, it would be successful. I mean, shit, if anything, Trump has proven on how to just fuck around and tell them to go fuck themselves the majority of the time. He blocks <laughs> shit that he really shouldn't be able to block. Like, we want to talk to the White House staff. No. <laughs> can he do that we don't really know can he do that guess so guess he can guess he could just say you know what ain't nobody in my staff coming to court he could just do that <laughs> hey why not and they ain't figured out how to get past none of that shit yet so why why would they figure out something now yeah i kind of feel the same way i don't think there's any way to, for them i mean let me take that back i want to see democrats fighting I want to see them out there in full force uh, fighting with everything that they have to stop this from happening. Like if I understand it can't be done, but I want to see these people going down swinging. And I don't really feel like I'm seeing that yet, to be honest with you. Um, But I, I, I mean, to me, Republicans for years had no chance whatsoever of overturning Obamacare. And yet they were still out on the Congress floor day in, day out, saying, we're going to put it on the table. We're going to put it on the table. We're going to stop Obamacare. We're going to stop Obamacare. Like, they know how to hammer an issue and make it clear to their base where they stand. I want Democrats to make it clear to their base that, hey, we are united and infuriated by what is happening, and we're going to do everything in our power to stop it. And I'm not saying that yet. I, I, I want you to go down swinging. You know, so I want to see every single senator out there in front of those cameras. I want them talking about this. I want them relating it back to what happened to Obama. I want them calling it disgraceful. I want them to make it clear we are never going to forget this. You know we finna win this election. If we win and then y'all end up being the minority in the Senate, we're going to get revenge for every single transgression that has, has uh, transpired. Like, I want all that. And I'm not seeing it yet. So, Revenge. so we'll see. Yeah, I, I feel like they're basically destined to lose this fight. So I do. 
did have one other question uh, about this issue, though. One of the things that I've seen brought up repeatedly regarding this situation is Roe v. Wade and the possibility that if Trump is able to put another justice on the Supreme Court, it'll be overturned. For anyone who might not be aware, Roe v. Wade is basically the decision that protects uh, abortion rights in this country and gives women the right to have a, a safe, you know, medically fully funded by the government abortion. Whereas if Roe v. Wade was overturned, it would be significantly easier to get abortions banned across the entire country. Uh, and I was curious, you know, is that a concern for e either one of you? I know we're all raising daughters. And so, but we've never really had a conversation about abortion on the show before. Is abortion something you all feel like should be protected? And do you feel concerned at all about the possibility of it being overturned if Trump is able to put in a justice? Uh, Jason, your thoughts? Well, the fact that the government is telling women what they can and can't do with their bodies, I find to be kind of fucked up in the grand, especially for most people that were out, out, like I say, I, I don't mean all the folks on the right, but the, the majority of that I hear when that they, they want less government in their lives and stuff, but yet they want government to basically tell women what they can and can't do with their bodies. I've, I've just never seen people so backwards in my life. Like when you hear these, when you hear these arguments, it's like, okay, I don't want government in my life, but make sure they tell my daughter that she, what she got to do, what she can and can't do. I mean, in the grand, it, it should be your choice. Like, I, I've never I've never been a fan of abortion or anything like that, nor have I been an advocate against it. I just think that in the grand scheme of it all, a woman a woman's body is a woman's body, and she's going to do what she's going to do with it. And for the government to come in and say that they can't, I I kind of think it kind of feels like you 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 you're not America, are you? Like. I thought America was supposed to be the free. I thought I thought the land of the free and opportunity. And I thought opportunity involved doing whatever you want to do with your body. But I mean, I guess, you know, if it I I never understood like what what's the why are they so hardcore about women and whatnot? Is it is that just a control issue or what? Like like wow. I've always been curious about that. Like, why are they so concerned about telling a woman what she can and can't do? Like with a body, like you barely even give women good medical treatment just off of the jumper thing. They can't go get a good physical after time. Black women and shit are definitely fucking scrutinized when they go into a hospital. Most of them will go in and probably won't even come out the majority of the time. So they're looking at it as a religious issue, not a woman's rights issue. Oh my God. Basically, what they're saying is from the moment of, you know, conception, from the moment that sperm hits that egg, it's a living, breathing baby that, and it was preordained to live by God, that basically God has blessed you with this birth. And therefore it is sinful for you to make the decision of, in their minds, rejecting the Lord's gift and not having that baby. So the other argument I always hear is separating government from religion too. But this, mm -hmm. this law is completely all religion, obviously. So religion well, got to uh, got to slide in there somewhere. Whatnot, it, it, little religion on it ain't never hurt nobody. I guess. So there's nothing in the law that specifically states a religion. Oh, of course not. But 
but it's been passed definitely because there are very passionate uh, large-scale religious groups in the country that, uh, I'm sorry, the, the Roe v. Wade passed because people were fighting for abortion. Mm. The The fight against Roe v. Wade is being waged by multiple large-scale religious organizations who see it as something, as basically giving the okay for sinful behavior. Yeah, the um, basically, you should... You should right. You should not be. You shouldn't need to be having a baby unless you're ready to have that baby. Ooh. And if you have, and if you're pregnant, that means God or ordained it, and therefore you should uh, let it go. Also, there are a lot of prominent uh, black conservatives who have basically claim that abortion has been one of the largest killers of black people since the passage of Roe v. Wade because there are so many black mothers going into these clinics, getting babies aborted that they don't want to have. And so they feel like it's basically, you know, white liberal policy that is used to destroy black lives that could have been allowed to be born and prosper. Apparently in the nineties, I think hangers quite honestly were the, the biggest killers of like unborn babies at that point. Cause couldn't nobody afford abortions back in the nineties. And, Shit, that's why you always saw them kids out there in dumpsters and everything else. I kind of think aborting the kid was a lot better than finding a dumpster. That was that's the point that a lot of people have made that not only, you know, does it make it safer, but that in general, this is gonna happen no matter what. And therefore, we should be try be providing safe, you know, relatively inexpensive ways for people to be able to have it and not trying to essentially ban it across the board. Hudson, your thoughts? At the end of the day, here's what I think needs to happen. They want to start putting more uh, anti-abortion laws into the books, right? Here's what immediately needs to happen. All these, all these uh, black guys who, who seem to like white women need to go ahead and do their thing. And they need to go ahead and impregnate these white women. And let's wow. see how quick... Let's see how quick these white fathers are going to That's want your first to rush their daughters <laughs> to the abortion clinics <laughs> that are that are supposedly not going to be willing to open their doors for them. I say let's go that route. If if, if truly this is this is what they want to do, I have seen some very some very hardcore statements by conservatives with regards to if a woman was raped. If, uh, or or things like that as far as uh, as far as you know, abortion afterwards and and it's just not it, it it's it's just how anyone could think that what these conservatives are saying that they would think that they would apply that to their own families is beyond me mm-hmm. is beyond me yeah. seriously think that a, a person who's who would sit there and have the a senator would sit there and say and have, with a straight face and say, if you got raped, God wanted that. God planned that. You know, and if you had a kid by that, that was God's plan and you should go ahead and go through with it. Do you honestly think that he would apply that <laughs> to his own family? <laughs> like, like people really got to sit and think about that. Do you really support that for your own family? Are you really going to look your daughter in the eye? And, and tell her that she cannot get an abortion. Uh, I mean, it's beyond me. And honestly, anybody who who is who would actually do that to their own family 
and, and actually, it, yeah, I'm sorry, those people don't need to be in society. Those people do not need to be in society. They, 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 need to, they need to be aborted. They need to go. So I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I'm a little conflicted about this whole thing. Uh, personally, on a personal level, I'm all the way pro-choice, 100%, right? Heaven forbid, but if my daughter comes to me, she's you know 20 years old or whatever, and she says, hey, I got with this guy. I'm pregnant. I don't want the baby. We're getting rid of that baby, all right? If abortion is illegal in the country, then I guess I'm going to Canada or Mexico. But yeah. we'll figure it out. <laughs> Come on, baby. We'll figure it out. Yeah, right, right. You know, like we'll figure it out, get rid of that baby, and I'll have no qualms about it, no regrets, no man. I wonder if we did the right thing. No, I'll I'll be perfectly okay with it, right? But when I look at abortion, I feel like abortion is a woman's rights issue, right? And I should be, and when making a decision about whether or not abortion should be legal in this country. I should be looking, trying at least to look at it from the perspective of women in this country and how they feel, right? And when I look at the landscape and what's been happening with abortion in this country, it's already hard to get, to be completely honest with you. It's all, we've had abortion clinics shut down throughout the country. Like, yeah, we're in Chicago. You can get an abortion in Chicago. You can get an abortion in California. But when you look at the rest of the country, the even with Roe v. Wade being in place, they've been able to shut down abortion clinics pretty much everywhere. And most um, red state Republicans and frankly, a lot of Democrats who present themselves as moderate. Uh, being pro-life is part of their platform. They st- stand in front of the camera and proudly say, I'm pro-life. I don't believe in abortion. And I would sign off on some of the a lot of these laws being placed, being put forth to shut down these clinics. These people keep getting elected. And I don't care where you are. You can't get elected without women supporting you. So when we say these people are being elected throughout the country, it's really that these that women throughout the country are supporting these people who have made these hardcore anti-abortion stances. And so I feel like when you look at what's happening politically and you look at what's happening with the clinics around the country that are willing to provide abortion, I feel like a pretty strong statement is being made that the majority of women in this country are anti-abortion and don't believe in it and are willing to vote for representatives that are going to keep people from being able to get an abortion in this country. And therefore, if that's if that's the case, then as a male, am I really on the right side of women's rights by trying to demand that no abortion should be law and abortion is something we should fight for? Like you, yes, it is a woman's body, right? But you can say that, yes, it's your body, it's your person, and you have the capability to do this. However, we don't believe you should have the right to do it, even if you have the capability. And people have the right to decide that they should be that for religious moral reasons or whatever, that they would like to limit themselves and frankly, limit other people. There are limits about what you could do with other people, whether you're physically capable of it or not. So I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm conflicted about the whole thing. And I don't really, I haven't really landed one way or the other about Roe v. Wade as a law, even though on a personal level, I'm pro-choice and I'm going to assist my daughter in 
you know, whatever decisions that she has to make. Well, listening to it, like just just from like just understanding, you tell me if I'm wrong. I think the biggest deal is the fact that it's federally funded abortions, correct? So that's not really the, like people don't really want their money going into it because they don't believe in it. Not really. They that's the mechanism that they're using to shut down these clinics. Okay. But the fact of the matter is they just don't want abortions to happen, period, in the country. If they weren't being federally funded and you know they had some sort of private funding or whatever, then folks would divert their attention to figuring out how to cut out that private funding. Okay. Well and, that, you know, that so, that's why I was kind of weird. Like it seems like like the only real reason you would really have an opinion is because your money is being do, you know what I'm saying, put into it, but you don't agree with it. Now, if, no. if it's just a, if this just a whole thing, because if you make it sound like that, that's literally fuck around and telling somebody what they can and can't do with their own body at that point. You're literally trying to make legislation on someone's person. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if it's a bunch of women out here that just don't want abortions, okay, then don't get an abortion. If it's something that needs an abortion, okay. So I, I don't understand how you, even if there is a large population of women who don't, who are anti-abortion, there are still some that are out here that don't want to be told what they can and can't do with their body. Those ones that are anti-abortion and whatnot seem to be a little bit more into that make a great, make America great statement. Like back, back in the day and whatnot, when the, when the white dude told a woman and whatnot, what was good and what should be and, they walked around making sure they was baking pies and cakes and shit like that. Seems like it's a whole lot of them and whatnot that are still around, or at least even like some of the ones that are being raised and whatnot are, are still being raised with those same kind of values that the man is is the man and he makes the rules and all that other good stuff. But but see, I have I have a I, I, I find it troubling to try to take that kind of perspective as a male that hey, these women are all voting this way because they're brainwashed and they just don't know any better. But me as a male, I know better about what you need and what was really good for you. So I'm going to so I'm going to go this way. And also the other the other problem is you you talk about, well, don't tell other people what to do. And I've looked at some of the conservative groups when they're talking about this subject. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the argument that I found interesting was when they related it to gun rights. They're like, we got laws about you can't have a rocket launcher sitting in your house. You know, you can't have automatic weapons sitting in your house. And yes, maybe you do have the capacity to handle these weapons. You can learn how to use these weapons. You're physically able to use these weapons. But we just feel like to have a, a, a society and for all of us to be able to live together, there should be laws in place that prevent you to, from being able to do that, whether you're actually capable of doing it or not. And mm-hmm. so these people are basically taking the same perspective it's with abortion. That, yes, it is your body. Yeah, that's what they're doing. It is your body. You're fully capable of doing it. But we believe, essentially, that you're murdering children and that it's sinful. And therefore, we do not want you to be able to do it. In a, in a society that is lawful and that is godly, this would not be allowed. That, that's basically what they're saying, bro. <laughs> uh, uh. All right, well, they, they, you, you go fuck yourself with that argument. I'm sorry, because we do, we do, we started off this whole damn show with the fact that, that there's certain people in this country, mainly black folks, who aren't even considered human fucking beings. So if you're sitting up here trying to make the moral fucking judgment on this law or whatever it is you're trying to pass, I, I am sorry. 
there is no high ground for you because you're under fucking ground. <laughs> unless you, unless you can fuck around and prove your point, or unless you can, I, I, I antiquate that with guns. It's like, okay, so is that saying that the woman, that somehow her reproductive organs are that uh, that that need to be managed by someone else? Like the only way we can live in society is is if we make sure that these women aren't going out here and just tearing things apart with their loins, as opposed to a dude in the house with a rocket launcher. I, who's doing more damage at I this think, point? I think that's part of what it comes down to as well. They, you know, I, I understand that this is being that these laws, or rather, this fight against Roe v. Wade is being proposed for religious reasons. Mm. But it does always seem to be um, things having to do with women, whether where they want to get religion involved and mm. say what a woman should and should not uh, have to do. We don't have these kind of laws for adultery. You know, you don't get your hand cut off oh, <laughs> because, oh. because you treated, cheated on your wife, Woo. you know, and there's no discussion about those kind of laws being passed either. If that it's shit was passed, laws regarding women Woo. where they're like, well, for, for God, we need to make sure we do something. Everybody out here would be left-handed if that shit was a fucking thing or whatnot. Wouldn't, wouldn't be nobody right with their right hand and you wouldn't be able to read a signature in this bitch. I tell you that much. All these motherfuckers out here fucking around. Especially you talk about religion. Hell, the Catholic Church itself, I guess, I guess they would be against abortion since most of the priests are fucking boys. So they ain't got to worry about getting nobody fucking pregnant, do they? <laughs> shit. Like, Maybe you fuck around and put that, a couple of laws on them assholes and shit. Maybe motherfuckers that, will think of less about abortion and shit. Hell. <laughs> I, I would like to know, while there have been many priests that have been indicted on regarding molestation, <laughs> and they've mostly been Catholic, mm-hmm. it, it has not been most Catholic priests, all right? Most Catholic priests Has are trying to do good work and help people and be <laughs> supportive of the community. But there is, you know, those bad apples. You, you know, you know they're still finding <laughs> some, right? Some are still <laughs> popping up. <laughs> I can tell you this, that, that out of the ones who are doing it, most of them mm-hmm. haven't been caught yet. I tell you that, so we can use most with that too. Um, wow. <laughs> in regards to abortion, wow. in regards to abortion, mm-hmm. I mean, as 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 a guy, I I support the right to choose, and and I absolutely. think each household, each woman is absolutely under different situations, under different circumstances, and and I and I think I I don't find it weird that I would say that they have the right to choose. I think what would be weird is if I, as a man, judges a particular woman for wanting to get one or not wanting to get one. I think that would be weird on my part. Um, but the fact that I want them to, to be able to have the choice and I want each individual woman to have that choice and not have to worry about some blanket ban that no matter <laughs> what that you, you can't get an abortion, I, mm-hmm. I I think that is horrendous. So mm-hmm. so I you know I, I I mean again when we start trying to pick and choose where we bring religion into our laws is a very dangerous game that they've Ooh. been trying to play and, and do. I mean yeah. the fact that they use religion, especially uh, Christianity specifically, to try to to try to justify all types of, uh, of bullshit in this country, you know that I'm sorry. Did they use that to ju- help justify slavery and keep that going for a while? Yeah. So you know, Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I I can't just I can't you know 
either we're going to go with the good book or we aren't, right? And, <laughs> and we can't keep picking and choosing what right. part of the good book we're going to go with because mm-hmm. there's a lot of parts in there. There's a lot of lessons in there. I wish they'd just stop picking the Old Testament. Shit. <laughs> God damn. Right. That's where everything was fucked up then. You could do whatever the hell you <laughs> want to do in the Old Testament. Hell, God killed us off twice and was going to murk us a third time. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Leave the Old Testament alone. Shit. America is very reminiscent of the Old Testament. I mean, America loves yeah. its violence and just wants to, <laughs> wants to, uh, I smite the. Oh, they love bringing yeah. that one up, Jack. I'm the hand of God, are you now? All right. Last right. time I checked the hand of God, the shit fucked around, smacked us a couple times and almost snuffed us out. Had to say, his own kid had to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> let me, let me go down bad. here and talk to him real quick. <laughs> hey, man, y'all fuck it up. <laughs> so. Absolutely. So I think it's going to be interesting to continue to follow this. And, you know, for the record, frankly, I want Roe v. Wade to stand. You know, I, I am personally pro-choice. And it would be nice not to have to go to Canada if my daughter or another woman that I love really needs an abortion. It'd be uh, nice to be able to do it right here. Let's just hope we ain't got to worry about that type of mess, okay? Yeah. Because <laughs> if, if I hear this story and you, you don't, because I'm going to look for the dude that did it. So, <laughs> so we talking about a whole other set of problems at that point. <laughs> That's why I said, or a woman that I love. Hey, hey, most of the people you love and what I care about too. So I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Oh, man. I want to thank all of you for joining us here at SJH Man Cave. We appreciate you spending time with us today. Once again, if you are a black business owner and would like to get featured as our business of the week, please make sure to send an email to info at sjhmancave.com. Any of our listeners can get a hold of us there as well. Remember that you can hear this and other episodes on all your major podcast platforms. We are also on YouTube at SJH Man Cave. Once you're there, please hit that subscribe button, like, and leave a comment. You can also like, share, and follow us on Facebook at SJH Podcast Family. I would like to thank my two fellow podcasters, Jason and Hudson, for keeping it real. Until next time, this is your host, Samori, signing off. Deuces.